Good morning, good evening, good night. Welcome to the Idol Talk Mini. Today, you're here with me, you know, Nairbath, Fabrian, whatever you want to call me. So today we're going to talk about Mando episode four. I'm going to, since it's a mini, I'm going to just start off with spoilers. I'm going to keep it short, probably like 10, 15 minutes. If you don't care, I would say either go to the next episode or or go listen to um the episode, the full podcast episode with um Nando and his friend. Um, so let's start off. We start off this episode with... um. A bunch of uh, Mando's uh, training on a beach, which, by the way, is kind of dumb that they're still on this stupid beach after they got attacked by this giant lizard in the last episode. But whatever, they're training on this beach, and um, uh, one of uh the Mando's uh like foundlings is uh training, and then uh Dinjarin tells Grogu, uh, Baby Yoda, to um join the training, and then they have this training thing with darts, and then Baby Yoda gets shot twice, and then he's like, "Yo, Mando's like, yo, Yoda." Like, Grogu, like, actually try, bro. And so then he, like, jumps over him and then shoots him three times. And then we get, uh, the, um, this weird bird thing comes in and swoops down and then captures the boy that Grogu was, um, training with. Which, by the way, what fucking planet are we on that oh, the whole wildlife is just constantly trying to kill him? And this is, like, a normal occurrence because they say that Bird has taken a few other Mandalorians. It's like, bro, relocate. What are y'all doing? But, um, so the boy gets taken and then, uh, Bo-Katan chases it on her, uh, ship. But then it's like, nah, like... She comes back and it's like, I tracked it. We're going to go get it. And so it's a mission to go save this kid, right? And so while um, the Mandalorian and all his friends are going out to, um, not his, they're not even his friends, like the rest of the clan of Vizsla, because they all have the like little three marks that all the Death Watch people had. So um, they go out to save this kid, but Grogu stays in the uh, encampment with the armor, which is a really cool scene. I really like that, like, they're showing you that Grogu is, like, literally becoming a Mandalorian. Like, learning all their ways, learning how to train like them and shit like that. So she takes him into, like, the little, um, what is it, like, a blacksmith area or whatever where she, like, makes all the armor. And she starts building, which, by the way, this would have been the perfect time to build Grogu, his helmet. But again, they didn't. They just gave him another fucking useless piece of Beskar that just put it under his shirt dumb but uh yeah so we get that scene and then we get a flashback which is a scene i really really enjoyed so we go back in time to the um the jedi temple on coruscant where uh, order 66 is happening and we're seeing how grogu got out we've seen few flashbacks to the scene but there was always questions about how he got out how he survived who saved him right so we get introduced to this um uh, Jedi that apparently I've never watched the show. I never cared to. It was like a kid show that had Ahmed Best, who, by the way, love him, support him forever. The guy who played uh, Jar Jar Brinks in the prequels came back and played this Jedi, but also played this Jedi um, for a kid's TV show uh, a few years back during COVID and it got canceled. I never watched it, never cared for it, didn't even know who the character was, but I didn't know who the actor was. So when he showed up on scene, I was like, there's no way they made Jar Jar Binks a fucking Jedi, right? And I was flipping out. And then um, and then homie picked up two sabers and was out here fucking shit up. And I was like, yes, bro. <laughs> I was like, this is sick. Um, So yeah, they escaped from the Jedi Temple and then... It, like, ends. Like, the flashbacks end. We don't know what happens to that Jedi. We don't know whatever. I want to see more of him. Um, and then, yeah. And then Grogu gets his little, like... I don't even know what to call it. 
it's like a big circle. It's a big circle of Beskar, and then she like um puts the mud horn on it, which is the sigil of uh I guess Grogu and uh Din or the Mandalorian's house, right? Like all the Mandalorians have a little sigil. They have the mud horn, which is like a big rhino looking thing that they fought in uh season one and Grogu saved him. Um so he gets that and then we go back to Mando and his group and they're showing you uh their mission, which by the way why did it take that bird so long to eat this kid? Because they get there and they're like, oh, we're going to like camp out for a day or whatever. And I'm just like, shouldn't there be more like, um, what's the word, like quickness to this? Like, I, I know there's a word for it. I just can't remember right now. But um, like more hustle to this. Like there's a kid that could be getting eaten by a bird, um, like a big bird dragon thing. So they get to... um. They start setting up camp, and then they have, like, these rations, right? And then Bo-Katan asks, like, how do we eat in front of each other if we're not allowed to take off our helmets? And they're like, oh, we all each go to our corners, and then we eat by ourselves. But the party leader or the war chief of the party, right, like the person who's the leader of the party that they're at, gets the, um, the honor of eating by the, uh, by the fire. So Bo-Katan takes her helmet off and eats by the fire. And it's weird that... In this show, like, I, I don't mind. Like, I love all the side characters. I love Bo-Katan. I love Grogu. I love everybody. But it's weird that now, as this show has progressed, the, in this season at least, I feel like the show is very rarely about the Mandalorian. I guess we do have a bunch of Mandalorians in the show now, but we don't really see a lot of Din. Like, I feel like we follow, at least this season, we've been following a bunch of different people. And it's fine, but I wish we got more of Din. Because he's, like, my favorite character in the show besides Grogu. Um, so, yeah, um, they uh, then they go up to the – and then they, they, they say that they can't use their jetpacks because it's going to alert the bird. And then the bird would just eat the kid, right? So they're going to climb up using their grappling hooks, which is cool. I like to see that the Mandalorians are really um, useful other otherwise than just, like, shooting and jetpack. Like, everything that they're known for, right? They're, like, they, they are survivalists. They can uh, – like track a bird down and use ropes and stuff to like climb up a a, a wall if they have to. So they cl- they climb up they climb up the mountain and then they get to the nest and uh, they find like helmets of other Mandalorians that were already been eaten and shit. I'm like, oh yeah, this kid's dead. And then they find the baby birds and then the mama birds comes back and then she spits out the kid like fully intact, which I guess would make sense, right? Because Boba Fett was in um the Sarlacc pit for like six years in his armor and didn't die. So I guess you could survive as long as you have the Beskar armor. But it didn't seem like he was wearing that much Beskar besides his helmet. So whatever. Um, so he spits the kid out to feed the babies and they start fighting. Um, the dog fight was sick, bro. Like the, the fighting in the ships is always really fun to see. Um, they chase it down with like jetpacks and stuff. They kill it and then they keep the babies for some reason like they're like i guess they want to like learn how to ride it like they would ride the mythosaur right like they'd be cool um so they save the kid and then we find out that the kid was actually um that big uh mandalorian that we've been seeing since season one with the minigun and he's like wearing blue his name is like paz Vizla. he's voiced by john favreau the creator i guess not the creator but the director for um the Mandalorian for a lot of it of uh, season one and a few episodes of season two and three. Um, so it was his son all along. Um, and then they save him and then he thanks uh, Bo-Katan and then they get back to the camp. And this is where um, I really loved this scene between um, the armorer and Bo-Katan because I always thought they would like 
always like hate each other. Not the moment they fought because of the way they spoke about each other. So she comes to her, or and actually the armor is like, oh, you lost um your powderin or like your shoulder. So basically, during the fight with the bird, the birds uh, hit Bo Katan on the shoulder, and then they she dropped her little armor piece with um the night owl sigil, which is her um is like her group that she had uh, during the Clone Wars. And even in, uh, I think, season two, we see uh, her little, like, group of uh, Night Owls. Which, by the way, where the fuck did her, they go? Where's her group from season two? Like, that other lady and then that guy? They never show up. Where the fuck did they go? That's weird that they never brought them up. Whatever. Um, so the armor goes to her and is like, hey, like, you lost your powder and we should make you a new one, right? And she's like, yeah, for sure. And then when she's making it, um, she's asking her questions about the Mythos store and things like that. And then the armorer is like, hey, now that it's made, do you want me to add the, the night owl sigil to your thing or do you want something else? And she's like, um, is it possible for me to get the mythosaur? And then the armorer explains, like, yes, the mythosaur is um, you can any Mandalorian can you it belongs to all of us. Right. And then she explains to her like, uh, like, no, like I saw a real one. Blah, blah, blah. And it seems like the armorer kind of believes her, but not really. She's like, yeah, like the great Mandalore will make you see shit like that. So it, it seems like she kind of believes her, but not really. So it's cool to see Bo-Katan like embracing this, this, um, I guess like old, old teachings of Mandalore, but I kind of don't like the culty ass, like death watch shit. Like they don't, they can't take off their helmets and shit like that. Like, I don't like that type of shit. So hopefully they can find an in-between where like everyone is happy. But yeah, so she gets the mythosaur on her uh, powdron and then she tells her about the mythosaur and she's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, kind of doesn't believe her. But it's cool seeing bo like, embrace that. Like, yeah, maybe my way wasn't always the right way. Maybe there is other ways. And maybe she's learning the old ways and trying to mix them with the new ways. Try to find a good medium because that's what I'm thinking. Maybe she wants to ride the mythosaur. I don't know. Um, but, yeah. And so that was the episode. Uh, and I would give it, like, a... 9 out of 10. I really enjoyed it, but uh, like I said, there's some things that I wish uh, they would do more. Like, I want to see a lot more of uh, Din Djarin. He's supposed to be, like, propped up as the leader of the Mandalorian since the last uh, season, since he got the Darksaber. But it doesn't really seem like anyone respects him or really, like... Like, they're all about tradition and blah, blah, blah. But then the fact that the rule of anyone who holds a Darksaber then rules Mandalore. And no one listens to him and no one respects him, even though he holds a Darksaber and won it fair and square. I guess he doesn't want to rule. But I feel like someone who's so dogmatic in every other way in their cult, why wouldn't they be dogmatic about the Darksaber? Why wouldn't they just prop him up to be their leader immediately once he got it? Or at least, like, once he was challenged by Paz and he won the challenge, why wouldn't they then respect him as... I don't know. Whatever. But, yeah, I want to see more of Din. I want to see more of Grogu. I want to see Grogu... Um, uh, it was cool that he almost said this is the way in that episode, though. Like, it seemed like he wanted to say it, but he still can't talk. The baby. Um, so, yeah, that was really cool. And, yeah. Um, that was this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, and I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hopefully, me and Nando are reunited and we get... Uh, an episode out to you guys soon. Love ya. Bye.